welcome back everybody to who's your band uh we we took i think a, a week off did we take a week off we took a week and off we did take a week off so okay we're excited to be back here uh that voice you heard is my uh beautiful co-host uh sean morton how are you jeffrey i am wonderful today you got two dogs okay so no one just one just oh, one. you got one. Okay, that's that's a, that's a smarter move. Um, we'll talk about the dogs at another time, but let's get right into it with our guests. You know, I I'm, I was excited about uh, bringing up both these people because they're both they're both hardworking, interesting people. Um, we have joining us. Uh, she was still is a, a model. Uh, she is a, an actress. Uh, she's an author. She's an author. She wrote a she wrote a book. Okay, which I partially read. Yes, but I partially read one. Okay, that is Bobby Brown. Okay, Bobby Brown, um, and also a comedian, a producer, um, a, a, a model, a magazine mogul. Give it up for <laughs> Natalie Cuomo. Hi, Hi thanks for having me. The only Yay. Cuomo, the only Yay. Cuomo that has allowed on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. That's the hundredth time she heard that hack joke. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but right? Yes. But let's start with uh, 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 Bobby. Uh, Bobby, you grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You're I there did. now. Okay. I am. Um, okay. So, what was it like for you growing up in Baton Rouge? Were you, you know, you were a girl, I guess, who had like a lot of dreams of going to Hollywood. You know, you know the whole cliche thing of you know like a rock of ages but explain a little bit your your growing up um i i guess i kind of had a stage mom and um my only gift was my 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 appearance apparently i don't know she used to hang me from the ceiling to be taller and get my teeth bleached and i just rebelled and was super uh boyish like i you know i would were you a tomboy I was, and I would like, you know, she would put 300 sponge rollers in my hair at night and I would go to school with a wet comb and like ugly it out, you know, for school day. I was super rebellious, Um, but I did when I, I was Miss Teen Louisiana and I said I wanted to be a model. So then I moved to LA when I graduated high school and I guess the rest is history in a way. Well, let's let's talk about that history, okay? Okay. Um, because, Because to this day, I'm still a little pissed off about something, Bobby. All right. What you are you go mad on, about? I'm going to tell you what I'm mad about. I'm going to tell you what I'm mad about. Okay. okay. You go on Star Search. Okay. Mm-hmm. You win a record. I think it was a 12 or 13 times. 13 and then times. you lose in the finals to Debbie James. Okay. Who, right. Who isn't, who isn't bad, but how, how did, how did that happen? Was the fix in a little bit? I mean, and, and in your book, you kind of allude to it. Like, to, for you, you said that was shocking. So like when you fuck like three of the judges, I guess that kind of has, a, um, or like when you give blowies to Ed McMahon, <laughs> I I don't fucking Ugh. know, but I do know <laughs> that that uh, he, he went to say my name and I stood there like, is he fucking saying my name? And then he said, Bobby, Debbie James. And then I stood there for a second, like, what the hell? Because they literally had to find somebody that had won the most times just to compete against me because nobody in the history of that show had ever won as many times as I had. And she had won three times. So they brought her back. 
and then she won which was like what so was there any explanation given to you um there was an after party where there were like lots of chumminess going on with some of the judges and and i just went did she like fuck them all or like i just i just didn't know but the reality was even though i didn't win the hundred grand the reruns and the fact that i was on that show more than anybody had ever been on that show i got so much work but it was pretty devastating i was i was pretty shocked i i, I was not expecting her three wins to come in and beat my 13 for sure and the 100 grand would have been great right yeah, so. I, I thought I thought the um, the interesting thing that you said in the book was that you you felt embarrassed. And I was. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, I guess I I can't relate to that because listen, you, you're a ten. I'm a point three. Okay, <laughs> so you know it's it's like you're lost, but you I guess at the time I guess you were just like completely in shock from it, but. You, yeah. you didn't see that maybe like this could lead to other things. Like your name was out right. there. You made a name for yourself. You came from right. Louisiana and you got exposure. 13 yeah. weeks you're on this star search. Yeah. But I guess in, yeah. in the middle, you, you thought it was going to be a major career setback is what you said. I really did. I really did. I just thought like, I'm a fucking loser. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but the reality was, is I wasn't a loser. And you know how no. I, I look at it now, like when, what is it like American Idol whenever those guys win nothing happens but like the runners up get like these massive careers I feel like Adam Lambert you know Adam what I'm Lambert. saying yeah, yeah. So who did Adam like who, who beat out Adam Lambert nobody knows everybody knows I think it was Clay I think it was Clay Aiken yeah like, no Clay Aiken like, didn't win where, where is he he lost you know the movie started you know what I'm saying so it's it kind of um in the moment felt really shitty but um the repercussions just kept coming in a good way. So, uh, like, where's Debbie James? Whatever happened to her? That's you know what it. I mean? That's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, right. no, you know, no, tell you one thing. She ain't coming happy. on this show. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, where is she? But I mean, it's okay. I mean, maybe she's happy somewhere, but like, really, where, where'd she go? So, did I don't she know. say anything to you after? Fuck no, 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 no. She was just like that's so embarrassing. That's so embarrassing no, for her. Yeah. Hey, so then you, is, I, I did well after. I can't yeah. complain. Oh no, where'd you go? Oh, oh we just there you are. Okay, okay we, we we got your back. Okay, so then okay. you're out in L.A. and now you, yeah. how did you start to get involved in the whole Sunset Strip rock scene? Okay. Well, so um, the Star Search thing was on, and then I guess, you know, MTV was so huge back then, and that's when, you know, Janie and Tommy saw me and was like, hey, I want to get her for my video, and so being in music videos was a thing. What was the and first then, video you shot? Um, my very first video was, God, it was for Hurricane, I'm On To You. This is like pre-boo job. You know, I'd only been there like three months. And um, so I did this video, I'm on to you, Hurricane. It was a one hit wonder. Then I did Great White. I did the cover of their album and then I did a couple of their videos. And then they called me for Cherry Pie. And that changed and I, everything. Yeah, I didn't even go to the interview. I was like, yeah, fuck that guy, you know, <laughs> whatever. I was hungover. I don't even know. And then they called me and they said, she didn't show up. 
I'm like, oh shit, I guess I shall. So then I went and I walked in and, and they were like, yeah, we want you. And I did it. And then that really changed everything. It was like, number one, for a year straight, I was in the video more than the band members were. It was crazy. So um, that was the beginning of the whole cherry pie girl thing. One of my personal favorite videos, by the way, wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. Was what? Thank you for that. Thank you for that imagery, uh, Sean. Um, but that, but, but that also, that also kind of caused a, a riff in your personal life, right? Because at the time you were dating uh, Matthew Nelson from Nelson after the rain, Sean. Remember that song? After oh, the dude. Let me tell you, okay. this whole era of music that we're talking about today is my absolute favorite era without is question. It? From 87 oh, to like 92 is by, by far the greatest era of music ever put out. So good, right? And you know what's weird? I hear Boston songs and I feel like Janie was so inspired by that by that group because I hear his voice and the singer of Boston so yeah. much. Oh, I Don't you? Like, you know, you, that the... you go, oh my God, he was inspired by him, obviously, because I hear him. I think about him every day. Obviously, we have a child together, but I mean... He was very incredibly talented. He was so, you know, so underrated for his oh, gifts. I'm, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, we interviewed an old singer named Billy Vera about mm -hmm. four or five months ago. He did that song at this moment from Family Ties. Okay. And the one thing that I got at the out of the interview is when he said, uh, your favorite music is the music that you listened to when you were 13 years old. Yeah. And that stuck with me so, so much because... You know, we're I'm from New Jersey. Jeff's from uh, New York. So yeah. growing up for me, you know, we're in Bon Jovi territory over here. Right, right. So I was always open to like you know the Bon Jovi, Skid Row, Warrant, Poison, all that yeah. stuff. And for me, Warrant always stuck out as one of my yeah. favorite bands growing up. Uncle and Tom's Cabin, one of the most underrated metal songs. I'm going to tell you a story about Uncle Tom's Cabin in a second after I get. I my want to get to you, Natalie. So hang so in there. Okay. We, I, one of my best friends, you know, was a gigantic Warrant fan as well. And yeah. we have always said that Janie was the most underrated songwriter of that generation. Amazing. Yeah. He you know, literally a lot of go people, to the bathroom and come out with a song. A lot Which, of people, you know, think it's all cheese and fluff and stuff like that. You know, and then some parts of that era were, but right. his Wait, songwriting. Some, some really, there were a lot, there were a lot, the look overshadowed how good of musicians and songwriters a lot sure. of these guys were like, and their first two, their first two you. albums were just were just killer 100%. the first two well, albums I'm were just killer and i loved dog eat dog just as dog much as dog i did was like his i'm mad at you for leaving me album um, oh really yeah but the the reality of his ballads and his songwriting like cherry pie was a demand from sony and Columbia at the last second, they were like, we need a love in an elevator. I need you to write something, you know, cliche. Some, so he, Cherry Pie wasn't even on the album when he submitted it. And then uh, Donnie Einer, I remember this, said, we need a love in an, in an elevator. He went to the bathroom and wrote Cherry Pie on the top of a Pizza Hut box wow. and came out, gave it to him. And then he's like, everything became Cherry Pie. Like everything was cherry pie. Everything. Well, you had a lot to do with that too, you know. Between I the mixture, yeah. between the mixture of MTV and what a catchy song it was, it was the right. perfect storm of everything kind of coming together and really catapulting the band. Yeah, but what bummed him out was he was such a really good songwriter that Cherry Pie was his least effort, and it 
he became the cherry pie guy. So in, in many years, he would always say, I wish I would have never written that fucking song because I'll be forever known as the cherry pie guy because he was so much more sure. than that. that you know to, what I mean? Did, yeah, did that lead to some of his uh, 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 issues, some of his problems? No. Um, I said it in my second book, and I'll say it now. It's, it's uh, a very sensitive subject. Um, but... Let's just say that the record industry is a lot more sinister than we all would ever like to believe and agree to. Um, Janie was raped as a grown man against his will and by a very famous singer of a very famous rock band while being held down, okay? He told me this. Um, when he was, we had been divorced for many years, but we remained friends. And he was punching the car window of my car crying. And that was the first time I knew him. Like we, I never knew these things when we were married. He never told me these things, but these are the kinds of things that happen when you're in the industry, you kind of have to sell your soul. You kind of have to do whatever you have to do. I'm not implicating anyone. I'm never going to say who, even though I know, but it literally as a man, as a straight man, um, affected him in ways that I can't even say and, um, kills me to this day, breaks my heart to this day. Um, I said, we have to do something. He said the humiliation alone was too much to bear. Um, creepily, the person that did this had someone reach out to me when I wrote my second book, acting like that they were like, just curious or whatever. And like, was I planning to go public with this information? And I was like, fuck no, that's didn't happen to me. I'm never, never gonna say who that's his secret, but it is what destroyed him internally on a daily basis and um, just made him, it's just devastating. And it's, be, it's being raped essentially as a man, just being raped. And it's a horrible, he couldn't deal with it. And she reached out to me. And then I later found out, I was like, I'm never going to say who I found out she wrote the cover of this dude's book. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be killed. Like literally it freaked me out so bad. So essentially she was reaching out to me to find out if I was gonna go public with who it was. Scared the shit out of me, sure. okay? But um, no, he, he drank because of that. Right, he was, that he, was, he, he, was, he was hiding, he was hiding. He, he probably should have gone and got help. I had seen him, um, on that metal show and it just seemed like a couple of weeks later that was knew, right like, before he, was, he died right it, 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 like he was gone and i just remember being so shocked because he looked good he looked right good. Like, yeah. yeah and it, you know it, it, you just never know with these things so i mean uh, it, it was devastating i'm very very sorry uh that happened um what was it uh initially that attracted you to Janie? because he was a wild um, when you first met him he was a wild man Right, they want okay, one thing so, on tour with Motley Crue. Right, so you know, I used to always be on the side stage and go, "Big talker, big talker," because 
he was on stage saying all kind of crazy shit like oh yeah but really he was like a down-home dude who had super high morals who was not sexually deviant he was a good boy um a good person very loving couldn't you know like had a crazy upbringing you know in a way he was like the he was like an accident kind of like his siblings were way older than him um but not an accident of course but like you know just unexpected birth but you know what he was a good guy yeah he was a good guy he had good intentions he was dealing with a lot of um pain and humiliation and he he just couldn't he couldn't deal with it. And I never knew because I, I, I literally showed up to his house and went like, you have a family that loves you. You have beautiful children, you know, you have fans galore. What the fuck? Right. And then that's when he, but you're also, you also super young when this was going on too. You were yeah, really young. We were, we were already divorced when this happened, like, but we always remain friends because we have a child together. Like he right. literally asked to move in with me when he was trying to divorce his third wife. Um, and I was like, you can't move in with me. That's crazy. You know, in retrospect, I should have looked at that. Like he really needs somebody he tr- can trust. But I just thought like, that's so weird. Um, there's just so many, so many things that like, you don't really think about when someone really needs help and they don't know how to ask for it or tell the truth or open themselves to all of the humiliating things that they really need to get out and get help with. And I feel blessed that he felt that I was someone he could do that with. I just felt like I didn't know to the extent of what it was. And I have so much regret for that. Um, But you know, he is loved. He is talented. He's got a beautiful daughter. We have a beautiful daughter. Um, I see her and I see is she into music? every day. Is she no, music? actually his second daughter who is with his second wife is incredibly talented and sings. And her name is Madison. And many people often think she's my daughter, but she's not. Taylor is ours. Madison is with Rowan Brewer, who hates my guts for whatever reason. I don't care, but I totally support her daughter and my daughter and her are still in contact and close, but she sings. And actually she's covered a couple of, of his songs. If you look it up, Max and Lane, um, and beautiful. Our kids are beautiful. I mean, you know, this has been a really, really, really shitty year, but like, I'm just blessed. I just am. And I, I, I try to find that. I mean, I moved to Louisiana, been dodging bullets since I've been here. Like I got an obsessed, malignant lesbian fan who tried to kill me with a 38. I'm not kidding. Jesus. So I have the FBI going on with, <laughs> yeah. So that's what's been going on since I've been here. It's never but... a dull moment with Bobby Brown. No, but, it isn't. You know, speak of, Dude, speak of never a dull moment. What was it? One man show what, right here. One man show what, at all times. What was it yeah. like with, with, what was it like with Tommy? Was it, that was that purely a physical attraction? Um, Tommy made me feel like I was the most amazing person in the whole wide world at one point. And then they put you on this pedestal and then they rip you down by your hair, kind of. In a way, it's like, um, I'm sure he's a much better boyfriend now 
he's older and whatever. Was he a um, shitty boyfriend? He wasn't a shitty boyfriend. He was a very controlling boyfriend. Like I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. Like he had to take out my tampons and shit. You know that yeah, kind of stuff. I like I like to do that stuff too. So uh, yeah, I kind of yeah. I'm a lot. I'm a lot like Tommy Lee in that regard. I'm more. I'm more Team Jamie than Team Janie. Yeah. I'm telling you. It, it was a bit. Natalie, do you know these you people who we're talking about? Yes, yes. I'm just like I'm listening to the story. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my I goodness. Wish, I gotta tell I you one thing. Like, How I, gross! I know. I, I wish no, Janie I've... was here. I wish Janie was here because Janie was directly responsible for me getting my only A plus ever in high school. Really? Yes, because uh, I will. I was a sophomore in English uh, original oratory class, and I had to yeah. write uh, an original story. And I was a slacker, of course, in high school, as most of us yeah. were. And yeah. I just couldn't think of anything. So the morning of, I write this thing. And then the next day, I turn it in. And the next day, uh, my teacher, Mr. Kozik, says, I have to tell you something. There was a lot of great stories, but Mr. Morton submitted the best story of of all of you. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this is not You're good. You're like me? I'm <laughs> like, this is not good. He goes, I'm going to read it to you. And it starts off with, just for the record, let's get the story straight. Uh, Me and go. my Uncle Tom were fishing and it was getting pretty late. And I just wrote the lyrics to Uncle Tom's Cabin. And as he's reading it, well done. Well as he's reading it, my friend's looking at me like, you son of a bitch. Plagiarism at its best. Oh, it's total cheese. Total cheese. That's amazing. That's Natalie, awesome. you you would be impressed by Bobby's resume of people she's got. Really, I mean, it's all in the books. I'm not talking out of turn here. Um, because we had Tommy Lee, a young, a young, um, uh, what was he wearing? Um, barrettes in his hair, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and both and both supposedly equally as endowed. Uh, maybe endowed, but just had no clue what to do with it. It's so. <laughs> But come on, is, no, is that, no is, but is that fair? I mean, Leo is he he's rich, he's talented, and he's got a big schlong. God's done enough for this guy. Okay, but he was somebody also else. like 18. I have to if we're being honest, he was like a newbie. I was like MILF status at that point. Like yeah, I had MILF no status. You, you were you were 25. You were you're 25. I was, I was, but maybe he was like younger. I saw photos of us and he, I swear to God, he looks like he's 12. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> and like, really? He was probably way too young. And he did show up with barrettes and he, yeah. It's, it is whatever. But Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear the deets, get my book, Dirty Rocker Boys, because I leave nothing out. Well, I'll leave a lot out, but there's a lot to be said. Well, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed and I, I love hearing your stories, especially you. hearing them come from you. Like you're so awesome. Like regardless, like, it's not like who you've been with, it's who you are and you're an awesome person. So I'm, I'm happy to be present for this conversation. Thank you. If anything, I'm just honest to a fault, which is also a downfall. If you attract obsessed, malignant narcissists, which I happen to do. It sucks. <laughs> yes, you do. I yes, do. You do. But you know what, Natalie, if you ever seen Natalie naked, and we all have, because like she posts uh, naked pictures of stuff all time on Instagram. Okay. I have not. Everybody wants to see Natalie. Okay, but she, she has a lot of tattoos, right? <laughs> Natalie has a lot, of, and you know, she, she, listen, she can pull it off. She's great. Okay, but Natalie, do you know who Dave Navarro is? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Bobby knows where I'm going with this. 
Uh, tell Thank Natalie you. how we how we, you went over his house, how he answered the door. Naked. Oh wow, Dave. I wearing love what? Dave. What First he was wearing one. Let me give him props. He um opened the door. He had on lavender skin tight bell bottom leggings and no <laughs> shirt with a boa on. And he said, "Hey, hang out." I'm downstairs fucking this star fucker and we're taking Polaroids. I'll be right back. And he put a movie on of him masturbating and came upstairs. (laughs) The girl is actually a friend of mine. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? He put the sticker on her that says star fucker, pushes her out the front door. Bye. Push her out. I'm like, what the fuck? But you know, it's like so crazy that you're all, I have to stay for this, right? So that's like, like you didn't even leave. Like, like you had to see this through. Dude, of course. <laughs> he like literally jumped on the kitchen counter, wrapped his arm with a fucking can opener cord and shot up. And I was like, oh my God, he's so cool. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Right. But like, who does that? I love Dave to this day. He's probably the smartest, wittiest. I spent a summer with him. We never fucked because he was a needle user, obviously. But um, <laughs> we hung out for a summer and like best summer. One of the best summers ever. Just so crazy. Still, still friends to this day? Um, we don't like chit chat, but when we see each other, we're like, what's up? We hug. And, and when I wrote the book, I said, you're going to be in the book. He's like, you can even lie about me. I don't even care. Say whatever you want. I'm like, I love you so much. One time he showed up at my house with a puppet and stood outside my brother's window and knocked on his window. My brother's like super straight laced, like Norm guy, knocked and the puppet was there. And my brother's like, what the fuck? My weenie dog squoze out of the fucking mattress and was like, what the fuck? He came over and my daughter goes, you look like dead Tommy and you smell like booze and walked away from him. And he went, I love her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know Fucking good great. times i have so many stories but anyway another you time said, but you said he was funny but you also said mark mcgrath is so funny and this the, this could offend uh natalie and sean that he's so funny that mark, mark mcgrath could be a comedian mark mcgrath Come on. literally he, he would can't make be that funny out. he would he's make me funny? Out. he is that fucking funny i can see he that really he is I it can see before, that. He's got a good personality. He's, he's a good-looking guy. He has talent, but come on. He, he can also have comedy chops, too. Dude, he you was never know. so fucking funny. That's this not guy, fair. He's very funny. He's not fair. His Look at John wife, Mayer. John Mayer, one of the greatest guitar players on the planet. You know, is he funny? And he yes. does stand-up. Yes, yeah. he sucks. John Jeff, Mayer I, does stand-up. Yeah, Jeff, did I ever tell you the story when they were down by the cellar? Now, the cellar is a huge comedy club in the city, Bob yes, Bobby. yes. And uh, outside the cellar, <laughs> you know, outside the cellar was Chris Rock, wow. Chris Rock, Dave Attell, right? Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle, and I believe it was like another comic, and they were all hanging outside, and they go, "Why aren't you guys on stage?" And they said, "They said John Mayer bumped us. Get wow. the we're all going to perform, and they bumped everybody for John Mayer." Out. Yep. Do you know? Do you know who? Um, what is this fucking guy's name? Who's the guy that was the entourage dude? Oh, Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Okay. I was headlining, okay, at the comedy store. And you're you're doing stand up too? 
I do stand up. Yes. I did not know that. Dad, you didn't know you didn't do your research before the podcast? He never does. Look how, look, how much, look how many fucking facts I've dropped. This is why you dump on you me. Read, you read half of one book. That's right. Thank you, Nelly. Yeah. I'm from exactly. Staten Island. You won't expect me to read the whole book. No, go on Wikipedia. I don't know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> go to at Brown Bobby on Instagram and you can watch some of my stand up word. Anyway, Jeremy Piven, my second book was coming out and he said he wanted to headline. He made his entire stand-up about insulting me in the front row. I was I'm, gonna def- I'm gonna defend you right now, Bobby, because I had to okay. open for him and he's a cunt. He's a cunt. <laughs> yes, he's, he's a, a raging cunt. cunt. He came up to me. Now, mind you, I'm not cunt. a celebrity, but I do okay. headline all, all across yeah. the country when I want to. Yeah. And he goes, um, can you do 10 minutes? And I go, all, can you suck my dick? I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Yeah. So of course I did my time. He goes up and right. he was kind of shitty. And He's then the shitty. next the next night he says to me, "Hey, do you mind like doing less time? Because I'm good. Oh, do you mind doing more time? Because I want to do less time because I want to get out of here." I'm like, "Okay, no problem." So I go up and do like 20. Crowd's really great. It's a small little right. club. It's awesome. I can't find this guy anywhere. He's locked <laughs> in the he's locked in the manager's office, fucking this girl that he met upstairs. Okay, first of all, he sprays on his hair. Some of his hair fell out in my friend's drink. No shit. <laughs> and then he's supposed to do, no he charges shit. this exorbitant amount of money to do a meeting with individual people. And then he decided, you know, guys, I just gave all, I gave all my myself on stage. Can we just do group shots? And he wouldn't do anything less than like eight oh. people instead of Dude. doing individual people. He is such a piece of shit. He he does his whole set. I'm sitting in the front row because my book just came out. I'm headlining. It's my party. He comes out and he starts talking about, and he's doing the hand motion around my face like this. Like you can't even tell what girls look like anymore because of all the Botox and filler and all this shit. And I was all, there's nobody else in this zone. Is he like fucking talking to me, you know? And he was. And so then of course I have to get up and razz him after he does his set but i'm thinking to myself fuck you dude you called to be on this line up with me and now you're gonna fucking shit talk me go fuck yourself so i had to you'll see it if you go to my instagram you'll see it but yeah he's a dick Nat, has anything like that ever happened to you where you've been in the audience and a comic has uh kind of uh gone after you a little bit um yeah maybe not in the audience maybe after i got off stage someone says something shitty like in response to my set so how do you how do you guys kind of uh, deal with that you know it's like you know if you say something you're a bitch if you don't say anything then you're an easy mark and people keep doing it so how do you how do you guys have to deal with that i mean it's something that got male comics don't have to deal with nearly as much as uh, women comics do I feel like I just don't give it energy. I mean, it's right. anno- it's just annoying. It's like, okay, whatever. I really don't care. Say whatever the fuck you want at this point. At some point, yeah. you have to stand up for yourself, though. I, you I would. Wrong. You just prove them wrong. Yeah. Wrong. And I'm good. Fuck you. Yeah. Do you ever catch anybody doing your material on the same show that you're on? No, I I do a lot of razzes about dating and men, so guys don't really. Have the same experiences I have had dating, so I I don't find that. How about you, Natalie? I don't. I mean, there's one person that I feel like 
I don't know if she realizes has completely stolen my opener and uses the same thing. And I don't know how to say this to her. And she does it on shows with me. So I don't know. If, oh. I'm like, does she not? I don't know if she realizes it, but. Uh, malignant stalker. She's stalking you. Of course she has to. How could she not? Yeah. That's you know, so it's, weird. It's, all, it's also, it's a weird dynamic because mm -hmm. you see somebody doing your material. And so like you get pissed off. But then you say to yourself, somebody thought it was that good enough to steal. Right. At least I, do it in yeah. a different setting. At least you guys aren't in the same lineup. Like, right. seriously, that's weird. Yeah. I usually think like, okay, if someone's stealing my material, like I'm going to be more successful than them. So whatever. I, like, you know what? A lot of comics say that. Natalie is someone who I absolutely believe that she is going to, like, really the stars the limit for her. She, I, I, this is Natalie. I did my research about you, okay, you little bitch. I fucking did. Okay. And 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 the thing is, I mean, I'm always I know Natalie. You know, we, we're on a lot of the shows and stuff together. And I'm always very impressed because she works hard. She's she's cool as hell. She's nice to everybody. But I didn't realize that you know because she doesn't brag. She she you know, she um graduated from the stellar uh, the stellar. Adler uh, acting studio took classes at least Strasburg. I mean, Natalie puts in the work. And uh, Jeff graduated from the stuttering, mumbling prick university I, I, too. Well, you know what? The thing is, I never really like knew this about Natalie. I, what I always liked about her was, again, her work ethic. Her work ethic. She'll host She's the a show. Quadruple threat times twelve. But she, but she does it, and like a like a cool together person, she handles it. And she handles it and carries herself so well for someone who's as young as she is. I'm very, very impressed with her. And on top of that, she starts a, a magazine, Classy Trashy Magazine. How old magazine. are you? I'm sorry, I know if that's a rude question. How old I'm, are you? I'm 26. Oh, see, you're a queen. I'm 53. Really? You look a yeah. lot younger. You have a daughter. Yeah, I have a daughter that's older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I didn't want to, I, would, I thought it was rude to ask you how old you are. So I was just going to ask you how much you weigh. That's all I was going to go. With. <laughs> how much I weigh? Oh my God, girl. I'm so fat right now. I've gained so much weight. Like, hi, I'm nine pounds. I'm too fat right now for myself. You don't have but to, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. You don't have to answer oh, that Oh no. Question. My stepdad tells me every day, oh, you're gaining that weight again. I'm like, thanks for noticing, dude. Yeah. Well, just lay off, just lay off the crystal meth. Oh, I haven't done that shit in a while. That's probably oh, why I'm so I, fat. I was I was praying to God Jeff wasn't gonna say lay off the cherry pie. I would have fucking punched him <laughs> right through the goddamn fucking computer. No. I swear to Christ. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm not I'm, Natalie, open. am I hacky? I'm no, hacky. you're no. fantastic. You are fantastic. Hey, Jeff, I wrote a I have to... book about being a meth addict. It's okay. I have to no, tell I you know that. that. I know that. I, I was doing a show in Costco with Kevin Dombrowski a week ago. Oh, I think I might have said this in the Zoom. We spent a good 20 minutes driving back to Jersey talking about how much we love you. Really? Yeah. We did. did I tell you this already? No. Oh, no, we did. Good about we me. did. We did spend a significant amount of time. We're like, Jeff Paul, he's a good guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so okay. nice. And I love Mike, too. He sends me pictures of his niece and stuff. I'm like. I don't even know you, but she's cute. Oh, Mike's, a, oh, Mike's nice. a piece of shit. What are you talking Is about? He? No, no. Oh my God, he's so no, nice. He's, no, he's, he's awesome. Mike, Natalie, Mike I just dude. met you for the first time and you completely ruined my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I tend to do that. <laughs>
Well, Natalie, I love you so far. I, I oh, love you. I'm going to have to check you out. Online. Yes. Yes. Natalie, let's talk music real quick. What is your favorite band that you want to talk about? If uh, you have one. Sonic Youth is my favorite band of all time. Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you even born when Goo came out? Uh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. know. <laughs> Son, I never would have. Expe- I, I was expecting Mumford and Sons. Oh, get out of here. Mumford and Sons. No. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. They yeah, you don't want to know. Bobby. Awful. Yeah. Awful. That, that, Are they? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's such like hipster, douchey. Uh, they stink. They you know stink. Who I'm, I'm, I love my obsessed all-time band ever that I just get like super creepy about. Yeah, Incubus. I know exactly who. Incubus. That's right. I was that, going to say Incubus. Uh, yeah. Such a great exactly. band. Oh my god! If you see them live, you'll be like, "Okay, I fucking get it." Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them from you and like, John Kersher. Yeah, exactly. I've seen them from like uh, even before, like when Science came out. Honestly, like yeah. every single like so talented. You see them live, you're like, "Okay, I'm a sick fan now." It's and you get it. It's like he's nerdy, cool, but so so artistic, and it's an amazing show. It yeah, really they are. Great. Cool. I've, I've seen, seen them play with the Deftones a bunch of times. And... Oh, porn. I love the guys from the Deftones. I wrote poetry with the singer of the Deftones one night. Did you really? Like, That's what a weirdo. That was back in my meth days, though, have to be honest. <laughs> so other than Sonic Youth, who else mm-hmm. do you like? Um, I like Fleetwood Mac. Thank you. Jeff hates Fleetwood Mac, by the way. Hate him. Why? Hate- we, oh, you, do you know, uh, do you know, Lynette so, Aldino, Natalie? I do know her. Yeah. She was our guest on a show about a month and a half ago, two months ago, and she's a Fleetwood Mac fanatic uh-huh. and Jeff basically shit on her for 45 minutes. Wow. Well, I hate Fleetwood Mac. I, I mean, completely I, overrated. Okay. Well, we can move on to another artist. <laughs> no, you can battle Jeff and tell him why they are not overrated. Cause Jeff is a piece of shit who doesn't appreciate good music. Do you guys want I mean, to say my mom? Yes. Sure. Why? Okay, never mind. She's gonna shoot me with a pellet gun. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so you'll you'll have matching scars then. Okay, you definitely are in Louisiana. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. It goes with the dent in my head from falling down the stairs, <laughs> right. and not from falling between my bed last night. I know. Um. You know, I always yeah, I liked I always that. liked Bobby Brown, but I didn't realize how fucking cool Bobby Brown is. Like you are, like 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 real. Like, like real she's fucking, fucking nerd. She's a nerd. It's hysterical. No, I love not. it. She's, she's authentic. There's nothing fake about her. Fuck Jeremy Pippen. Well, no, no, no. There's, There's something fake, fake about, her. about her. Let's not go crazy here. There is definitely something Can fake. About oh. those guys, maybe. Yeah, who cares? Okay, that's the only thing fake about me. But I, if anything, I'm, I'm. My, mine too. To mine fault. too. So don't worry about it. Your no, mine are natural. Mine are natural. Yeah, I know, sure. So jealous of the natural. Yes, I got a full B. They're a little hairy. I am half Italian. A full B. (laughs) Sean's goal is to try and get down to an A cup. That's where he wants to be. That's where. Wow. Yeah. Hey, five. They're still perky. Matt, tell us a little bit about uh, classy trashy magazine. What, What what inspired you to do that? Um, it's uh, it's a motorcycle magazine. It started out as uh. It started out as just like things that I like. I interviewed people and I made a magazine. So it had like- you ride? you ride yourself? I do. I actually just sold my bike yesterday, but <laughs> I do ride. I It's it's okay. I, it's, I had an 85 Ironhead. I sold it yesterday. Feels good. 
to just have some cash right now. But uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know. I just, it was about a bunch of other stuff, but I feel like I drew a motorcycle crowd and I started focusing on motorcycles and vintage bikes in particular. And yeah, that's, that's what it's about. I am too awesome. chicken shit. I'm too chicken shit to ride a bike. Me too. Can't do it. But you did a great job marketing it uh, on your own. You know, thank you. Um, I, I, you you modeled. Was it your boyfriend that did the uh, photography and everything? For well, okay, we broke up. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, it was a collaboration. And how can people get you know uh, this magazine? And is it is it digital or do you also have um, you know actually a hard copy? So it's digital. It's a hard copy. It's you know it's kind of uh, on pause right now. The classy trashy magazine. I will say I don't know. Uh, so I did just go to Texas to uh, do another motorcycle magazine. It's called Stag, and uh, it's it's really awesome. So I it just came out two days ago, and that I really want people to purchase. I'm on the cover of it and there's like a big spread and it's really cool. And there are also banners and posters and it's Tell people uh, how they can purchase this magazine. You can go to the stagmag.com and uh, it's, it's just like, it's a beautiful, it's all photography. It's a beautiful magazine. And if you like beautiful things, you'll most certainly like it. Well, if you need a model, uh, call me. Yes. <laughs> Bobby, what did, besides rock videos and everything, what, what else did you model? What else were you involved in? Um, commercials. I had my own TV series called X Y of the Rock. Yeah, That's right. I have another one coming out um, soon called Rock in a Hard Place, and um, magazine covers, TV shows, commercials. What? And being a mom's like you're a stand-up comedian, they didn't even know that. So you have to go to at Brown Bobby and watch some of my clips, and then tell me what you think. Absolutely. How how long have you been doing stand-up? Um, I did it for two years and immediately I um, opened for Jamie Kennedy like three times and uh, I started headlining the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store and um, the Dojo. And then oh, I moved sure, here. Yeah. yeah, I moved here during COVID and got a stalker. So word up. Oh, man. Dude, That's awesome. Fucking lame. Restraining when orders, the whole nine. Do you ever get like, out to New York? Destroy her gun, the whole shit, the whole thing, the whole thing. She compromised Bobby, you, 40 of my accounts. Bobby, do you ever get out to New York? I have gotten out to New York numerous times. Um, I don't go there on the reg, but why? No, I was saying when you come out here, you know, Natalie, myself, uh, Sean, I mean, we all know people. Natalie produces shows. You know, we'd love to have you on. I would love to come out. I am totally available. I'm super vaccinated and, and happy. Um, I'm about to go do some stand up in Nashville and do, I used to have my own podcast, but then the stalker took that. I just literally from the FBI got all my accounts back. Like what was it a week and a half ago, mom? It's been six months. It's been crazy. Like she was showing up at my house, like with a 38 loaded weapon. Um, saying that she was going to be Mrs. Bobby Brown or else. It was, I have never experienced anything so scary in my whole fucking life, but um, 
Is she in police custody? Like, what are what is the situation? Like, I guess in Louisiana, it's cool to like carry your own weapon, but they found out that her weapon was stolen. Okay, and they destroyed it. Um, I have a restraining order. Um, I just had to. I mean, but the money it's cost me to get like security cam, um, alarm systems, pay a hacker to get forty of my accounts back. and just that she would be like in my condo area, just like hanging out 300 yards away, not a hundred yards, just shit like that. Like I went from being a mess to being triggered, to being angry, to being like, what the fuck? Like there was a point where I was all, I, she can be me. It's fine. I'll go off the grid, gain 60 pounds, move to Idaho and disappear. Like it was, it was a lot. Like it, it's been like six months of just bullshit i came here to be with my family and be closer to god and during covid and i got a stalker so what the fuck great i have a lot of new comedy have a lot of new stand-up material but you know just need to be able to stand up so did the police confiscate her subaru uh her subaru no they confiscated her gun and destroyed it the head of the tso called me when they did it that was christmas day that was like a good christmas gift what is what does she want from you i don't understand like what is she to be my wife she was a lesbian who said it was her dream to be mrs bobby brown um she wanted to be my lover she said all of her exes were straight and blonde too and i was like this is how many fucks i give what the fuck like, I didn't even, I couldn't even wrap my head around it, guys. Like, because I just, I'm not against gay people. I have gay relatives. I have gay friends. But, like, I'm never putting the vibe off. I'm never leading anybody on. I'm never being like, yeah, you know. And she just um, wasn't hearing it. So it was like a Selena situation. She showed up at my house at 3 a.m., demanded to come in, and she had a weapon. It was fucking crazy. What did she look so, like? Um, what does she look like, mom? Well, now she has a dog like mine, blue contacts, and has bleached her hair. Blonde. She's looking like um, you? Huh? She's looking like you? Try, trying to. I mean, What is that movie? Uh, single, single white female. female. Yeah. Uh, single white female, three in the making over here. Um, Jesus. So, yeah. It's been fucking weird. I'm always looking over my shoulder. I'm feeling very biased at all times i'm on alert um took uh, cleaned out all my accounts was putting my photos on dildos for fucking sale online um it's been fucking traumatizing but uh i have a, a loving supportive family um just trying to get through it but yeah it's been uh, like book three is writing itself let's just say that it's crazy that one person can do so much damage. It sucks. She's she's not even done. Like she's so I've dealt with these kind of fucking weirdos along the ride, but nobody this intelligent or IT savvy. Mm. So like she that's had the like, scary thing. Right. Yeah. How, how, that's how much they can get part. to your personal information. Absolutely. Nat, have you ever she had ha- deal with a stalker or anything like that? uh not knock on wood knock on wood fucking yeah no do knock on wood she had like video on my tv how she was like 
Like you would turn on your TV, TV and she would be able to tap into your TV and watch you. Android TV, yeah. Wow. All you need is the IP address. All these things I look, came to learn later, obviously, because I would never fucking know, you know. But I'm like, why does the red light keep going on by itself in the middle of the night? And the TV's not even on. And that's what it was. So, yeah, go me. But it's it's gonna be it's okay. I'm 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 powering through it. And they destroyed her weapon, and I have a restraining order, but. That's what I, happened when I came here. I don't understand how like she's not in police custody and how all of this can be like on you record. You got to prove it. You got to prove this. That's the thing. It's the proof. And it's so hard to prove because if you're IT savvy, you know how to hide your IP address. So then that's the link. Never used the same one. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm Absolutely. IT savvy enough to know when I had my show X Wife of Rock, it was in Canada and I would hide my IP and clicked on and say I was in Canada and watched the show and everybody's like, how the fuck do you know how to do that? You're so smart. Well, if somebody's trying to do it for like negative reasons, detrimental reasons, horrible reasons, they know what the fuck to do. You know, right. they know how to do that shit and get around it. So it's been the proving that's been the hardest part. Are the courts open in Louisiana? Are the what courts open? The courts. Yeah, so I have a restraining order. They destroyed her weapon. However, she's not in custody because the FBI is still going through the forensics on my on my USB drive of all the logs. But I mean, so far they can't find, so far they can't find anything because, you know, if, if and I don't doubt that I'm not the first person she's done this to or will be the last. I'm sure there's other women that corroborate this story, but she's very IT savvy. And that's the hardest part is proving it. So, Absolutely. you know. I'm so yeah. sorry that's happening to you. That's so, that's so horrible. That really sucks. It's been pretty shitty. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, thank God for my family because there was points in my life where I was like, fuck it, she can be me. I don't even care. But I just got my accounts back, like finally. Like I have a celebrity verified Instagram account. I got back a week ago. It's been since last August. So it's... I know. And selling of the dildo. She stole my merch. She created, she opened four businesses in my account. I've How much money has this cost you? You have every dime I've ever made. <laughs> and my parents as well. My Thank God my parents are like, fuck this bitch. I'm going to be the first person to visit her in jail. I mean, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that you are, you're very lucky to have uh, the support system that you have. It seems like your stepfather's a good guy. Your mother seems really yes. cool. You know, yes. I'm, I'm very happy for you in that regard. And my daughter too. She'll clap yeah. back at any motherfucker in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a struggle. I have to say, but I have good things on the horizon. Great things are happening. I have a new show coming. I, like I said, book three is writing itself. Um, and I have you guys who are still interested in even talking to me. And I have my stand-up that I have lots of new material with. Do you do any Zoom shows? I don't. Honestly, like I said, I just was able to get back into all of my devices. The FBI had all my devices until last week. Jesus and that's Natalie and I know this guy, uh, Ride Daddy, who puts on Zoom shows. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, reach out to me. I mean, honestly, I is the worst fucking thing in the world. It kind of is like I had my 
comedy agent asked me to do a show and I was like, this kind of fucking sucks. Like, I don't like, I didn't, I did one show and I didn't like it. It's not the same as being in front of a crowd doing your shit. No, not at all. It's not even close. It's like not even worth it. It's good for working out new material though. Yeah, that's what it is. But anyway, um, this is the new new, I guess. This is the new norm. Everybody's like, opening up. Things away. are opening up now, finally, which is a great yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, comedy clubs is finally starting to open up. Um, yeah. Uh, in a couple of weeks here in New York, in New Jersey, they're already open. There's plenty of outdoor shows. And really, by the time we get into the summertime, things are going to be open up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you privately, Bobby, and uh, try and get you on something here in um, That would be in great. Jersey. Natalie, yeah. I should yeah. come. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that would be that, awesome. Um, I know for a bad. fact... I know for a fact that Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie, New York, is uh, opening up uh, because I'm headlining there July 4th weekend. So that's amazing. That's definitely. Hit me up. I'm so down. Like, this is the first time I'm even able to talk to anybody as my actual self. So I'm so down. Yeah, and Bobby, I have a I have a weekly show in Brooklyn on Saturdays. If you ever are in New York, I'll find you on Instagram and message me. I would love to have you and. Anytime, anytime you want to do it. Love that. So nice to meet you. So I'm you too. Brown Bobby, and it's actually me finally. And, um, I would love to. And you're beautiful. And thank you guys so much for having me today. It's Absolutely. a pleasure. Bobby, is it cool if I give Natalie your uh, number so she can text you so it's easier? Absolutely. Of course. Okay. Aww. Of course. So sweet. You're welcome. Well, Good luck listen, with everything. Guys, this hour went by super quick uh it was really i mean it wasn't even an interview it was just four people bullshitting today we asked very few questions and just had amazing bands we asked one music question one music question yeah but who's your band go figure that's right you know (laughs) you think a music show we talk a little bit more about music but this was this was fine man you know both you guys you know you, you both have in common besides the, the physical beauty i think it's it's the inner beauty the, the the work ethic the two of you guys have and you know i really appreciate you guys taking you know an hour out of your day and really like spending it with us so thank you so much yes, you're absolutely. very welcome thank you for having thank me. you yeah this was great thank you all right well you guys have bye, social bye. media plugs get them bye. out you know. <laughs> all right love you guys bye 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 bobby bye that wraps up another edition of Who's Your Band? We'll be back with next week with another great edition. Sean, congratulations on your dogs. Natalie, congratulations on your your, your breakup or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, pretty soon I'll be seeing you like all over live again. So that's going to be fun. Yes. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye Bobby. <laughs>